Hello everyone. Welcome to Aishi's Podcast Center. My name is Aishi and today you will be listening to a story named The Third Level by Jack Finney. So, let's start the story. The president of the New York Central and the New York New Haven and Harvard Railways will swear on a stack of timetables that there are only two. But I say there are three because I have been on the third level of the Grand Central Station. Yes, I have taken the obvious step. I talked to a psychiatrist friend of mine, among others. I told him about the third level at Grand Central Station. And he said it was a waking grim wish fulfillment. He said I was unhappy. That made my wife kind of mad. But he explained that he meant the modern world is full of insecurity, fear, war, worry and all the rest of it and that i just want to escape well who doesn't everybody i know wants to escape but they don't wander down into any third level at grand central station but that's the reason he said and my friends all agreed everything pointed they claimed my stamp collecting for example that was a temporary refuge from reality well maybe but my grandfather didn't need any refuge from reality things were pretty nice and peaceful in his days from all i have and he started my collection is a nice collection too block of fours of practically every us issue first day covers and so on president roosevelt collected stamps too you know anyway here's what happened at grand central one night last summer i worked late at the office I was in a hurry to get uptown to my apartment so I decided to take the subway from Grand Central because it's faster than the bus Now I don't know why this should have happened to me I'm just an ordinary guy named Charlie 31 years old and I was wearing a thin gabardine suit and a straw hat with a fancy band i passed a dozen of men who looked just like me and i wasn't trying to escape from anything i just wanted to get to home to luisa my wife i turned into grand central from vanderbilt avenue and went down the steps 
to the first level. Where do you take trains like the 20th century? Then I walked down another flight to the second level where the suburban trains leave from. Ducked into an arcade doorway heading for the subway and got lost. That's easy to do. I have been in and out of Grand Central hundreds of times. But I'm always bumping into new doorways and stairs and corridors. Once I got into a tunnel about a mile long and came out in the lobby of the Roosevelt Hotel. Another time I came up in an office building on the 46th street, three blocks away. Sometimes I think Grand Central is growing like a tree, pushing out new corridors and staircase like roots. There's probably a long tunnel that nobody knew about. Feeling its way under the city right now, on its way to Times Square and maybe another to Central Park. And maybe because for so many people through the years, Grand Central has been an exit, a way of escape. Maybe that's how the tunnel I got into. But I never told my Socrates friend about that idea. The corridor I was in began angling left and strangling downward. And I thought that was wrong. But I kept on working. All I could hear was the empty sound of my own footsteps. And I didn't pass a soul. Then I heard that sort of hollow roar ahead. That means open space and people talking. The tunnel sharp left. I went down a short flight of stairs and came out on the third level at Grand Central Station. For just a moment, I thought I was back on the second level. But I saw the room was smaller. There were fewer ticket windows and trains gate and the information booth in the center was wood and old looking and the man in the booth wore a green eye shade and long black sleep protectors. The lights were dim and sort of flickering. Then I saw why. They were open flame gas light. There were brass splinters on the floor and across the station a glint of light caught my eye. A man was pulling a girl watch from his bed pocket. He snapped open the cover, glanced at his watch and frowned. He wore a derby hat, a black four-button suit, 
with tiny lapels and he had a big black handlebar mustache then i looked around and saw that everyone in the station was dressed like 1890 something i never saw so many beards sideburns and fancy mustache in my life a woman walked into the train gate she wore a dress with leg of mutton sleeves and skirt on the top of her high button shoes back of her out on the track i got a glimpse of a locomotive a very small courier an east locomotive with a funnel shaped stack and then i knew so this is the end of part 1 thank you for listening to aishi's podcast center have a great day everyone good luck